Hey guys, I'm Trent. And I'm Garrett. And we're Critically Awesome. I'll be back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, Critically Awesome Crew. This is Season 3, Episode 14. Now, we haven't recorded in a while, and... We are glad to be back here in the Critically Awesome Virtual Studio of Awesomeness. We hope that everyone has had a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And in this week's episode, we will be discussing our favorite movie and TV shows that came out in the fantastic year of 2020. Don't don't lie to people, Trin. It was not that great. It feels like 20 years in one year, so... It, it really did. I mean, and looking back at some of the movies and TV shows that came out, we're like... that. that that came out this year? Yeah, especially this ones year. that came out like right before In the March. pandemic. <laughs> it's like felt like forever ago. I mean, think about this. Tiger King came out this year. Yeah. That feels like forever ago. <laughs> it, Anyways. It's very short lived. <sighs> yes. Very much short lived. Oh god. Um I've actually got some pretty big news myself. What's your news, Trent? Uh, my news is uh, I have decided that I'm going to be running for uh, city alderman of Ward 2 in the city of Hollister. So that is Well, that's awesome. News. So make sure anyone it, in the tri-state of city. Hollister, I don't know what I'm saying, uh, go Any, vote. Anybody, <laughs> east, anybody east of the railroad tracks, you'll see Trent Davis on the name of city alderman. This is a huge step for me. Um, I, I'm kind of downplaying it a little bit. Well, I say that, but I'm, I'm panicking on the inside, but this is a huge step for me. I'm, I'm very, very excited for this opportunity that is coming up for me. So hopefully it pans out the way I'd like it to. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just saw my, my my mom got me a stuffed Woody doll that has a giant head, and I forgot that I put him on my chair. <laughs> and he kind of looks over my shoulder. Um, and if you watch my streams, you'll see I'm rearranging slowly, rearranging my my wall. There's a lot of new things, a lot of handmade things. So, speaking of streams, um, that's a part of one way that you can actually help support this podcast slash. Stream that, that Woody is creepy because you're moving around your chair, and I didn't. I just kind of saw a glimpse of it moving, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Woody. Never mind." <laughs> ha, you are a toy. <laughs> I can't do Tom Hanks very well. No, I'm working on it. What's this? Is this a milkshake? Oh, yummy! Her milkshakes does bring all the boys to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. <laughs> Damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you, but I have to charge. Mmm. Anyways. Oh, that's delicious. Um, ways to help support uh, our media entertainment platform. That sounds That sounds very, enough. like, corporate. Uh, ways to uh, sponsor us. Our media conglomerate. (laughs) Our multimedia conglomerate. That sounds like a very awesome, very professional. Sounds like something you would hear in like a 90s movie. (laughs) 
Critically awesome. Ways to support critically awesome. That's, better. That sound? That's better. That sounds that sounds a lot better. Is um dropping by our Facebook page while I'm streaming and, and dropping stars. Um that's one really cool way. Um what I'm actually thinking, Garrett, is once we get supporters, once I get the supporter button on our Facebook page, we will actually live stream our podcast. So when we record our podcast for supporters only, once we get to that point, you'll get the unabridged version of what happens when we record without the fancy intro at the beginning. Well, you'll still get the intro at the beginning, but what do you think of that, Garrett? Well, the fact that you just sprung this on me right here while we're recording is very interesting. <laughs> I think it's going to be something really good. It's going to be something that'll make more people want to support us well, once we hopefully. get to that, yeah. that point. Um, especially if you love podcasts like ours. Ours is a very unique pod- podcast. It's not very scripted, which I like. Um, because you know me, I like to go down rabbit holes. But another awesome way to support the podcast, Garrett, how do you do it? Uh, you can go to our. I'll let you talk for a little bit. Well, you can go to our Patreon page, <laughs> which is uh, patreon.com forward slash critically awesome. Uh, we have two tiers there. You have the awesome tier, which is a dollar a month, which, I mean, if 200 people do a dollar a month, that's $200 to your favorite podcast. Uh, you get a shout out to on the next episode. And then you have your critically awesome tier, which is uh, four dollars. You get a shout out on the next episode, and you get to listen to new episodes before anyone else. And Trenton's doing hand motions, even though we cannot be seen. What else do they get with the critically awesome tier, Garrett? Uh, that's it. Oh, and a sh- no, and a shout out on your stream. Every single stream, your name pops up on this nice little credits banner that says thank you to our patreons at the beginning of the stream if i ever have to leave no i don't have it on that one um and at the end of our stream so right now i do want to give a huge shout out to our two patreons mr sam frank and mrs melissa talon they are fantastic people and i love both of them with all of my heart my 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 grinch size heart <laughs> all right let's roll right on into this at home recommendations mr garrett so what do you got it's my been guy? what over almost a month and a half since we last recorded i've watched a lot of yeah, crap we took a, um we, we took an unnecessarily long break by accident yeah just holiday holidays kind of hard to you know around that time um but so uh of course the mandalorian uh, season two finished up uh, recently and amazing ending. Uh, we'll get into it more when we do our Star Wars episode uh, here in the next uh, couple episodes or so. Not for sure when that will hit, but definitely be aware of that. Uh, definitely doing an, uh, 98 critical episode. potatoes on that for sure. Can't wait to see what they're going to do going forward. I want to see so much more of this world that they have created, that they're creating right now. Um, it's just, it's an awesome show. It's a space western. How much more awesome can you get? I mean... Critically awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Uh, Sarah and I have been watching uh, Selena. It's on Netflix. And it's she's a... Uh, not a Latin singer. I can't remember what they call it. But she... Like 
uh, her and her family um, became like these big pop stars, and she became a very big popular uh, star in the nineties, I think. Um, but it's yes. a pretty good show. I, I like it a lot. It's ninety uh, ninety critical potatoes. Um, it's kind of like it's a pretty good like kind of biofilmish. Um, not 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 in the sense of it's like documentary style, but more like it's an actual TV show, but it's portraying being portrayed as like her life essentially. Um, I've been I I uh, over the holidays I watched uh, the Holiday, um, which was actually it was kind of funny. Um, it's just about this uh, this uh, woman. Um, she's kind of tired of her family uh, giving her crap for not being married, and she's hitting thirty and all this stuff, and um, <clears throat> and so she finds this guy that they go they are each other's dates on holidays, and that's it. And of course, it's very it's very predictable as as any holiday movie is where <laughs> they agree to something one thing where not like it's just strictly this this is what it, we are at the very end of course they end up together i mean that's that's not spoilers that's that is it's it's your typical hallmark movie it's not as bad as a hallmark movie it at least it, it's it kind of raunchy at least it's a hallmark. little raunchy so there's some funny parts in it but yes it pretty much is like the hallmark movie it it's you know what's going to happen, but it's a it, Hallmark movie. It's a journey, Netflix. though. It's the journey that counts. <laughs> I get that a seventy-seven critical potatoes because of it's it's pretty predictable, but it, I I enjoyed it. It was funny. I'm a wealthy businesswoman from New York, and I've come back to my small town where I will fa- fall in love with the tree farmer. <laughs> with I've with my my so uh, high school fling that I had. <laughs> And we fall in love, and we and we will make beautiful, beautiful babies, but only on Christmas because that's the only time I'm ever coming back to this rat hole. <laughs> and then uh, I've been recently watching Bridgington, um, which is actually really interesting. It's around probably the 1700s, maybe early 1800s, I mean, probably 1700s, I would think. Um, but it's it follows the like uh, the aristocratic lifestyle. And you follow this family, the Bridgentons, um, and it kind of goes through like the summertime, where the courting time, where um, eligible eligible uh, bachelors and uh, bachelorettes come out, and they go in court, and they try they try to see who is going to be matching up at the end of the season. Um, and it's really interesting. I give it a seventy eight critical potatoes just because the last like two or three episodes um, was like straight up soft core soft uh soft porn um and like the whole season so far was like really good until those episodes because it kind of it kind of downplayed the the, the storyline story line, i think like so you're following this guy he's he's a he's a duke his name uh simon hayes i think is his name he's a duke and like you just follow his storyline, then you follow this the main girl, um, Brid- who's a Bridgington. She's the eldest daughter, and you just follow this story, and it's really good until like the last couple episodes. So I'm hoping maybe it picks up a little better. But I gave it a 78 critical critical potatoes right now because I haven't finished the season yet. So I'll let you know when I finish that, see if it, that changes. And that is it for me. All right. I watched this 15-minute-long 
heart-wrenching story on Netflix. It is, um, I did it because TikTok made me do it. It's called If Anything Happens, I Love You. And I don't want to get into it too much. For the sole fact of, if you start talking about it, it kind of lets you know what happens. Go on to Netflix, find the movie, If Anything Happens, I Love You. If you are a father or a parent of any kind, you will be bawling your eyes out at the end in sadness. There are no words. It is a, it is purely done on visuals and on uh, music and surrounding. So it is very, very good. 90 Critical Potatoes. Only because it made me cry like a baby. And I, I tell you, I bawled my eyes out. Um, and even then, I feel like I'm giving away too much. But yes, if anything happens, I love you. 15 minutes. It's... Oh. Uh, hang on. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's great. It's a great show, movie show thing. Like a short, um, really, though yeah. it is. It is, it is, but it's it's... So well done. Um, next, we go into The Mandalorian. Like Garrett said, we'll get into more of that later. But what an ending. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. And I told my wife that this is the best thing to happen to Star Wars since George Lucas said, hey, I want to create this show called Star Wars uh, starring this guy named Luke Starkiller. This, I want to start this uh, space opera. Yes, and and it's it's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, ninety nine critical potatoes, Garrett. I gave it because that whole last season was nothing but the best twice baked potato you've ever eaten in your I life. I totally agree. I'm actually might move it up to one hundred. I couldn't go that far. Potatoes, I mean, Garrett. it has to. It, it's I, not a hundred percent. There's no way the ending is hundred percent. I'm moving it to, it's not just the ending, it's the whole kit and caboodle. 100 Critical Potatoes, Garrett. I, I can't do 100. it. Bill Burr's, Bill Burr's performance in that second to last episode. You can't tell me that that's the best character development. That has more character development in that 15 minutes whenever he's got, when Din Djarin's got his helmet off and he is talking to his former superior officer. That, in that moment right there, more character development than Ray or Finn had in the entire sequel trilogy. I'm not disagreeing. It's really good. I'm not just. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give it a hundred because it can't have a hundred. It's not. Why can't it have a hundred? Because 100? it's not perfect, which is great. How is it not perfect? It, How is it not? No, perfect? No, I am fine. It's not perfect. No. Why is it not perfect? It. There is just. There's parts where it's. It falls short a little bit, but that's fine. I'm not. I, I couldn't find any cracks or crevices. Dave Filoni and John Favreau once again. Chef's kiss. Best Curtin, ever, we're saying best the season. same thing. Best, I said ninety-eight. No, no, I said a hundred, and you're saying I'm saying room that you're a, you were a hundred percent whore is what you are right now. That's what I am right now. <laughs> There's a reason. Now the only thing, the only thing that I would give it a ninety-nine point five is the fact that they didn't cast Sebastian Stan as young Luke Skywalker. 
only thing that would make it a 99.5. Why would that matter? That de- because they used that de-aging like, computer. It kind of looked like I was watching uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. They used they use a person, of course, but they could use Sebastian Stan, and they wouldn't have to. Have done I think that. they would have. And you know how much I, you know how much I would have just screamed even more the fact that it was Luke Skywalker. Ooh, oh well. And the fact that it was Luke Skywalker, I was screaming and yelling and hitting Jane's leg because I was like, "Oh my god, it's Luke Skywalker!" And my three year old, my three year old was like, "Dad, just." Calm down. It's a TV show. I was like, hey, listen, young lady, this is not just a TV show. This is life. This is real life right here. She's like, Dad, it's a TV show. I was like, it's Luke Skywalker, Jane. Right. Go to your next one before you, you ruin anything else So before we have our Star Wars. Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. I've been watching that religiously. That is about the only show that I've been watching recently because it is just – it's it's got its ups and it's got its downs. There's a lot of times that I can sit there and I can fall asleep and I don't miss a thing on some of those episodes. But then there are just those amazing episodes. Like this morning, I was watching this. Uh, if if you are a Star Trek fan, you would know who Lieutenant Worf is. He's a um, Klingon warrior who serves with the Federation. He started in um, uh, the Next Generation, and then he is now continuing his service on Deep Space Nine. This is the first time I've watched Deep Space Nine, I think, ever. So, um, I don't know everything that happens afterwards. But the uh, Klingons decide that they are going to invade the Cardassians. Uh, the Cardassians? Uh, space. Cardassian. It's Cardassian, not Kardashian. <laughs> not those. <laughs> Anyways. Pull the trigger there, Garrett. How dare you? They decide to invade Cardassian space, and Deep Space Nine is in this area in deep space right next to a wormhole that leads to the (laughs) – Yes. It leads to – there's a wormhole, a a stable wormhole that leads to the Gamma Quadrant, and uh, it it, normally it would be like 75,000 light years away, and so it would take them forever to get there. Um, But – there's this other force on the other side of the Gamma Quadrant that is called the Dominion that has been threatening the Alpha Quadrant, which is where everyone else is at. For And and so everyone in the Alpha Quadrant is up in arms thinking that the Dominion is going to take over the Alpha Quadrant and destroy it. And so the Klingons want to go and invade Cardassian space because they think that some of the Changelings are leading the Cardassians. And it's a long story. It's a fantastic show. Just just watch it. 90 Critical Potatoes on Star Trek DS9 so far. Captain Sisko is amazing, or Commander Sisko, wherever you are, is an amazing captain. He's right up there with Captain uh, Picard and Captain Janeway, in my opinion. I He's level-headed, makes some great decisions, but he also has his faults. He's not a faultless captain like, like Picard is portrayed or Janeway is portrayed. He really owns up to his faults, and that's what I, he's more of a human figure in the Star Trek universe, and I love. That you really about think him. Picard is faultless? He he likes to he's he's revered. He's more revered, and like Captain Sisko is just like this small commanding officer of this. That's a little different. I feel like I've, from what I've watched from Next Generation, like Picard messes up, and he he. 
owns it, I feel like, but I mean, he does, but I feel more grounded with Commander Cisco. Common ground. You're talking like more like common ground aspect. Like we're Yeah, I, I, I relate more with, with Commander Cisco and the way he leads his people because there's a lot of times he lets things slide. Whereas Captain Picard would be like, no, that's not the Federation way. We're not going to do it that way. Or even Captain Janeway, she would be like, no, that's not Federation. We may be all out here in the Delta Quadrant, but we still have to follow Federation law and everything like that. So with Cisco, he has just this huge amount of different species in one space station. And so he kind of has to bend the rules of the federation a little bit and he catches a lot of flack for it but then he ends up still becoming like this great amazing leader so ds9 such a great series i'm glad that my dad really talked me into watching it i watched the movie soul on christmas day the day that it came out on disney plus soul is such a beautiful film yeah Good. I haven't seen it. I've been it wanting is. to watch it's it. Got... I just haven't had really time to sit down and watch a movie. It, it, it's great story development. Uh, it's got several great actors in it. Jamie Foxx, um, Tina Fey, David Diggs, um, and the list goes on. It's just... It, it's about this um, middle school teacher who is always looking to make it big in the jazz world. And he wants to he wants to just get this gig so that he can continue continue to play on the stage every night. Instead, he is teaching middle school music, and it's killing him on the inside. He doesn't feel like his life has any purpose to it, and then he dies unexpectedly, and he gets sent off to like this like leaving this world, the soul. Like I don't remember what they call it, but he freaks out and ends up going into the before world, and meshing with all like the souls that are about to go down to the world and it's a really good show really good movie um it's got some di- different animation than normal pixar movies pixar movies but it's it's quite a beautiful story um 80 on the critical potato scale and then uh the movie uh series away in netflix it's about a um, the first woman-led uh, mission to Mars, and it's kind of got Apollo thirteen feels to it, um, with things that go wrong. Uh, but her crew doesn't really trust her. Uh, she's got to gain the trust of that, and, and there's just so Hillary much. Hillary Swank like, is the main act- actress, right? Uh huh. And it's yeah, it, it's Keanu Reeves looks like. Or Matt Reeves, sorry, not Keanu. Yeah, I was like, Keanu Reeves is in that? No, I don't think so. Um, but definitely watch it. It's it's fantastic. It's got a lot of politics involved with it, with NASA, and it's got a lot of heartfelt moments because of the fact that she's a mother and a wife, and her husband was supposed to be going on this mission as well, or her husband was chosen to go on this mission, but he loses his uh legs oh, he doesn't lose his legs he goes uh, paralyzed from the waist down and there's just family drama there's there's political drama there's space uh, there's like crew drama and it's just it's a really good like um nearer to this time space 
Odyssey, I guess. So, uh, I really liked it. Away on Netflix, it's uh, 80 Critical Potatoes. I can't wait to see next season to see what they're going to do even more. Um, I don't see any podcasts, comics, or streamers that we've done. I'm not really reading any books. I mean, I'm listening to Barack Obama's A Promised Land um, on Audible. And I'm also listening to Aaron Burr's biography. And I'm also re-listening to The Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, A Promised Land. And A Promised Land, which I know that it's it's Barack Obama. There's a lot of people in my family who are very red, very conservative, and don't like him. I look past that, and I like I love the way that Barack Obama speaks. He's very captivating. He's very moving, I should say. And listening to his story of how he started out in politics to him being elected is where I'm at now as president of the United States. And then further on, he's going to be talking about his challenges that he faced as president and then how he adapted to life after the presidency. So I'm very excited to hear this book um, and how it goes. And it actually inspired me to want to run for political office because I was thinking if this guy can do it, I can too. So it's a very inspiring book. So on that note, um, movie and TV news, go to our Facebook page for all new movie and TV trailers. I try to keep up to that as much as possible. Now to our main event, Mr. Garrett, I'll let you introduce it. Well, our main event is we're just going to be doing a uh, review of 2020, all the movies uh, and TV shows that came out in 2020, which with the pandemic, there wasn't a lot of movies that came out in theaters, but we had a lot of movies that came out on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney Plus, um, you know, all that stuff. And then, of course, uh, some uh, existing TV shows got new seasons. You know, things like that. So we're just going to review some of the, our favorite movie and TV shows that we watched uh, during 2020. Um, I think we'll start off, Trenton, just with off the bat, uh, just to get it out of the way. Hamilton came out this year, mid uh, mid this year, June, I do believe, um, came out. Ah, uh, yes. And it definitely captivated us both. Um beyond measure yes i we both dived right into um the learning more about not only alexander hamilton but aaron burr and thomas jefferson and you and i both just nose dive deep into autobiographies to learn more yeah like because for one they don't teach you much of alexander hamilton at all in school if very little, like it may, if they do, it's very little of it. Um, maybe just the fact that he's a founding father—that's about it, if anything. The ten-dollar founding yeah. father without a yeah. father. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've probably watched it more. That you definitely watched it more than I have. I probably listened to the to the to the album or to the uh, uh, music probably more than you. I bet. Doubt it. I don't. I, I can't tell you the number because. It doesn't. Neither it doesn't tell I. me. It, I thought I thought Spotify t- keeps track of how many times you play it, but it doesn't. Um, so yeah, on my year because I use Amazon Music on my year in review, 
it went from like Notorious B.I.G. to uh, Mumford and Sons, and then all of it the Hamilton soundtrack, <laughs> or like Leslie, uh, Leslie, or uh, Lynn Miranda, or whatever, or other pe- those yeah. people doing other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. it is a fin. I'm I'm ex- I'm really excited, which I haven't got a chance to. Certainly haven't watched um, the newsies yet on like the the play. News the newsies on mm-hmm. uh, Disney Plus, but I'm excited to really see them do this with other plays. Now um, we're gonna go see, hopefully, go see Wicked um, in Kansas City here in June. Of course, your your daughter's gonna come with us. Uh, with Melissa, yeah, yes. yeah, we're all gonna go watch it. It's gonna be really fun, I think. Um, Sarah's seen it. I'm I'm kind of envious. I'm just saying I'm envious of that. I really want to see it too. But, but I'm really hoping because I've started I'm, listening to the music. I'm really hoping like they will see other plays like this format we saw on ha- in Hamilton, where like we can see like Lion you know, King or you know other one, even like not even the big name ones. You know something. Do you know what I'd love to that? see on there? In the Heights. It's another Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. It's the one right before Hamilton. It's I've listened to the music. It is amazing. I mean, granted, it's coming out as a as a movie adaptation next year, starring Anthony Ramos, uh, who played uh, Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence. Yeah, John mm-hmm. Lawrence and and his and his son Philip Hamilton. So, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the music for In the Heights. I don't know if you've listened to. I it. I have not. It is. It's very Latin. And so it's got just like this feel good vibe to it the entire time, and it's it's as almost as catchy as Hamilton, uh, just because it's got those those back to back to back rhymes and just how smooth it is. It's just oh my god, Lin Manuel Miranda is a freaking well. That, no, that I'm, whole that whole group genius. is so the, they really the, what are. what and, what do they has, what, they have their group name? I can't remember their name. It's like. I can't remember, but they have a group. You have, you know, you have uh, Anthony, you have uh, Lynn Miranda, you have uh, Christopher. I mean, you, a lot of the people in Hamilton have been together for, I don't know, a decade or more. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. doing this, you know, creating music, creating plays, things like that for decades. And it's really awesome because you get to see their friendship, like, yeah, Chris Chris Jackson's in 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 the Heights as well. I don't think Anthony Ramos. Yeah, I think he's kind of newer um, to like their group. I think because he's younger. I think than than they are. Yes, he's younger. I mean, he's in the movie in the Heights. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'd love to see like the action because I, I I don't I like seeing the play part though too. You know, like like Hamilton. I would love to see that. Um, mm-hmm. and hopefully with Disney Plus doing this, it it has changed. It will change the dynamic of. And maybe the stereotype, Broadway. yeah, the, maybe the stereotype of Broadway, make it where it's. I mean, just with Hamilton alone, just in this in this town, we've got bring Broadway to Branson with being headed by our friend Melissa Talon. She it, it sparked a huge interest to bring just Broadway shows to Branson, big name Broadway shows like Hamilton, like Wicked, and all those. Um, and she's making a lot of progress on that, and people want to see that. So. Yes, Disney Plus. I don't think you're listening to us, but if you are, bring more Broadway shows to Disney Plus so that we can watch them. It 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 makes it makes Broadway affordable for people like me who can't go and pay that top dollar money. Like Hamilton, 
a single ticket is like $435. Wicked. I mean, and it's not even like the original cast of Wicked is, you know, about 100 bucks. So, and that's, that's like crazy. Ra- that's like up there, you know, as far as like where we're sitting. But nosebleeds. Either, but I, it's one of those things like, you know, it's probably not, there's probably no bad seat really, you know, but anyways, um, but Hamilton was definitely probably one of the top things that came out this year for sure. We should probably get, uh, the Mandalorian out of yes, the way as well. The Mandalorian, uh, season two came out this year and it definitely did not disappoint at all. It's, I, and I absolutely love, cause I like the fact that Disney plus does not just put it out all at once. It puts it out mm-hmm. every Friday, and that's what I think. That's what I really like about it too is that you actually get to kind of savor the all the episodes. You get to savor the season, you know. And that's what I liked about uh, Game of Thrones as well, because you get to savor the episode and talk actually talk about it, not just have not just binge watch it and then oh forget about it. That's that is the one you savor it. You make ideas of what's going to happen next. Who's going to be yeah. the, the Jedi that that Grogu gets a hold of? Like, yeah, I understand a hundred and twenty percent. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. Of course, I love it. This was an early Christmas present, and like I said, it's a space western, so you can't go wrong there either. I mean, you know, and I'm like I said earlier, I'm very excited to see where they'll go with next season. I mean, Ahsoka Tano came in. Oh, yes. Live action. Fan. Like, like, what's sad is that her appearance was overshadowed by Luke Skywalker's appearance. Like, it's hard to believe, like, oh, yeah, Ahsoka was in this season, too. Holy crap. There's just so much that happened this season. Hopefully she'll, she'll hopefully so she'll, we'll see more of her maybe mm-hmm. next season, you know? Uh, let's get the Umbrella Academy. Yes, the Umbrella Academy, well, the season two of Umbrella Academy. Um. I thought it was a really great episode, uh, season. It uh, it had a lot of twists and turns, a lot of things that I wasn't expecting for sure. Um, and even though it was the one thing I did not like about it, it was it was season one with a twist. You know what I mean? Because like the ending, like the the whole driving force on the sea, uh, uh, for the seasons. They were the same. There was this apocalyptic thing happening, and they were trying to figure out how to stop it. And that's the only thing. Uh, that's the only thing I didn't like about much. But I still really enjoyed the Umbrella Academy season two. I love how they set up for a really interesting season three. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They they definitely did. But I just it like I it's kind of like. It's it's kind of like uh, New Hope and you know Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. It's kind of that aspect. It's the same same thing, but slightly different. <laughs> um, you want to continue? Uh, I I mean Lock and Key. I have that one as well. I forgot. I didn't put that one down, but I I do remember it now that I that saw that one, that one that. was uh, one of those ones I didn't really hear much about until I started watching it. I think on Netflix and. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of, kind of Goonies, kind of. It, I don't know. It's just a combination of shows that was really awesome. It kind of had a, 
like a haunting of Hill House slash Blind Man. Yeah, now, now, well. oh, I, yeah, that now that uh, you say that, yeah, it's that's what um, I feel too. And uh, especially after watching, uh, you know, Haunting of Hill House, it it does mm-hmm. feel kind of like that. And but you kind of have, but you have the kid aspect of it, you know, where you 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 trying to figure out these uh, things. I I just really liked it, and you. I'm really looking forward to a new season of it. Hopefully it does come out with a new season. Um, and then uh, for me, uh, The Boys, uh, season two, it's an Amazon Prime uh, show. And uh, Turn, have you ever have you watched The Boys? I have, but I didn't watch the second season. I wanted to, but like, I don't know. It just wasn't really clicking for me this hmm. season. So for anyone that doesn't know, the boys is like if D- uh, DC superheroes were just way more darker too, <laughs> like which is hard to think about. But that is pretty much what I think of it as. Um, like if superheroes were real and they were owned by a company, essentially, and um. And that every superhero is very egotistical, so uh, it's so it's it's very like gory um, at some parts for sure. Uh, but no, it was I, I thought season two was I thought season two was pretty good. Uh, definitely leading after season one because um, season one I thought was really great. Um, season two was I thought it was pretty good. I'm I'm excited. I'm interested to see how. Um, Actually, I don't know if I've seen... I don't know if I've finished season two or not. See, that was me. I started season two. I just didn't finish well, it. Well, I can't remember if I... I felt like I finished it because I'm watching other things now. So I think I I did finish it. But... See, that's the thing is I got into other things like Star Trek. Like I really got into Star Trek and I wanted to finish Star Trek. And I don't have anything Star Trek on my wall. That's crazy. Sorry, that's off topic. <laughs> but... Um, but that was my issue. Like I started watching other things and, you know, it's kind of hard to watch something like the boys when I'm around the girls. All yeah. My, my yeah. Daughters. It is, it, it's definitely it is not pretty a- gory. So it, it'd be hard for them to watch for sure. Um, and then, uh, the crown, uh, which is about queen Elizabeth, the second's like reign or her, um, her becoming the queen and all that. And then season four came out this year. And it was more centered around uh, Prince Charles and Princess Diana, which was uh, hmm. uh, really interesting. And I don't know how much of it is is true, or more, or how much of it is. I'm sure. I'm sure some of it is very true. What happened? Um, but just kind of seeing the back, like the what was happening behind the scenes with the. Uh, uh, Princess Diana and Prince Charles um, was very, very interesting for sure. Uh, and then my last one is the Queen's Gambit, which I think this is a this was a limited series um, TV show, but I absolutely loved it. It actually got me wanting to start to uh, get into chess again. Uh, I'm actually got an app on my phone that I'm playing chess. Uh, and but it's so good oh my gosh it is so good uh if you guys haven't seen it i highly recommend it It is probably one of my other favorite most favorite uh 
TV shows of 2020. But like my top ones that came out this year in 2020 for sure. So difficult drinking a milkshake with a mustache. When you shave it, you need to like trim it up a little bit. I, I'm going to be shaving and trimming it now that I'm running for city council. All right. Well, um, we got Soul out of the way as well. Soul is another one on my my list. That was a really good, really good movie. Um, very heartwarming, as all Pixar movies are most of the time. Uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor. Now that came out this year, and I watched it after I finished The Haunting of Hill House. Both of those very interesting stories, very, very beautifully shot, and it was like, it was like my kind of movie in TV series because you know me, Garrett. I like a good puzzle when I'm watching movies. That's why I love Quentin Tarantino's films. It reminded me it was Tarantino-esque because you go into the future, then you go back into the past, then you go into the present, then you go back into the future, then you go back into the past, and you try to figure all this stuff out. What's going on? Oh my gosh, why is this person faceless? And then you figure out why that person is faceless. It is just so much and you're like and and it and at every at the end of every episode it leaves you wanting more it's it it's like a a horror version of the mandalorian you know at the end of every episode it leaves you on a cliffhanger and you just like oh what what happens next and it's got it's like a better version of american horror story because they use the same actors and actresses um from Hill House to Bly Manor, and um, and and it's just such a, a beautifully written horror movie or show. Same with Hill House. Like, oh my gosh, what that one was scarier than Bly Manor in my opinion. But I love how in Bly Manor there's just so many different things, and you got to look for hidden ghosts too. That's another really interesting thing that makes you want to go back and watch it again so that you can find out. Hey, there's a hidden ghost there. Hey, there's a hidden ghost there. What the heck? How come I never noticed that before? And it makes you look for those things. And so not only is it a good first time around, but it's good the second and third time around as well. Because one is beautifully written. And I haven't watched it again. I need to watch it again. But it's beautifully written, beautifully shot. There are a lot of times when it's just one continuous scene that never stops. And if they did stop, they had to redo the whole thing all over again. And just the acting abilities of those actors and actresses is just <clears throat> by far. Yeah, I haven't amazing. seen I haven't watched uh, uh, Bly Manor yet. <clears throat> you need to. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful show. I will say that. So I'm glad I didn't give too much away. Mm. We talked about Away already. That was another really good movie or series. Um the second season of Dead to Me came out, and that had, um, oh no, now I forgot her name. Anyways, they um, killed somebody. Christina a- uh, Applegate? Applegate, yes. They, she killed somebody um, along with, um, I think it's the mother from How Much, no it's not. It's uh, the lady Linda, who Velma. Is it Linda Car? Carlina, yeah. or yes. I don't know, and then James, yeah, um, she, Marston, 
Marston. Mm-hmm. She played uh, Velma mm-hmm. on the live-action Scooby-Doo. So, beautiful woman. Um, they have to, like, it. it's kind of hard to explain. But look up Dead to Me on Netflix. It is another one of those really so good like movies. So here's a little bit shows. of a description of what it is. It's uh, a synopsis. Yeah, so uh, Jean's husband recently died in a hit and run, and the mm-hmm. uh, the widow is determined to solve the crime. Optimistic free spirit Judy was recently suffered a tragic loss of her own. The ladies meet at a support group and, despite their polar opposite personalities, become unlikely friends. As the women... Bond over bottles of wine and bottles of wine and shared uh, for the facts of life. Judy tries to shield Jean from a shocking secret that could destroy the, her life as she knows it. The dark comedy, which explains the weirdly funny sides of grief, loss, and forgiveness. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, I don't even. I don't know if I've ever seen this one. It's it's really really good. Um, it's another one that leaves you wanting more, and there's another season coming out. So that reminds me, didn't you come out this year too, or was that last year? Oh, what season two of you? You it come out? I this don't year. know. I didn't watch yeah. past first. I loved that movie too. Show too. Um, the old guard was another really good it's hard to believe that that came out this year too because of how far how long that was ago a good it movie. was um it was it was such a good movie and i, I think charlie theron right, charlie theron uh, was really good in that charlie theron yeah she's oh what a show uh the fact that it's just this immortal people who um can't die clearly they're immortal well, and they've been they forever. they can die at a certain point, which I thought was a really yeah. interesting plot point. Mm-hmm. And it leaves the 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 end of the movie leaves it to a fantastic sequel coming out soon. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to it. It's just edge of your seat the entire time, and then, uh. In March, believe it or not, the movie Onward came Love out. that movie. And with with uh, Chris Pratt and um, Tom Holland, it's such a good movie. It's a great movie, especially if you're, I mean, even if you're not a father. But, like, it gives you that. It finally gave fathers of Pixar the shining spotlight. Even though their mother was built like a dump truck. Um thickest thighs in pixar i i swear every pixar movie they're just like make her thicker i want thick with three c's on this this mother and they're like yes sir we can't make her any more thick boss what do you want thicker (laughs) it's funny because it's true (laughs) started with andy's mom and then we've got onwards mom and she's just like oh it's a whole construction zone over here (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, I need help. And the Incredibles is probably the best one. Yes. Mrs. Incredible. Her name says it all. And then everybody's favorite movie or show that came out at the beginning of this year, right when COVID hit. The infamous. The magnificent. 
the one time I'm only going to watch this because, oh my god, this is a car wreck and I can't stop watching this TV show that came out on Netflix earlier this year, Tiger King. Yes. What? I was one of the suckers who was roped into watching Tiger King. I watched maybe three or four episodes Whoa. and I couldn't watch it anymore. It was a, it was, a, it was a car accident. It, it's just, it's so bad. It's it came good. out in the perfect like, time because no one else had nothing else to do if you were stay at home. See, the thing is, is I saw it. and I was like, I'm not watching that. There's, there's no. And then the internet, the internet made me do it. The memes made me do it. I'm like, okay, what is this all about? And I'm like, this is a man who's married to two other men. And he raises tigers in Oklahoma. He's actually what? from Kansas originally. How did this become a thing? And then he ran for president. And he's like, "Listen here, motherfucker." <laughs> what? I didn't get. I didn't get that far at all. Apparently, I don't. And then that bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> She's the cause of COVID. It's all Carol Baskins' fault. Carol Baskins killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> Can't believe me that it didn't happen. Fed him, the tigers, they snacking. Pretty sure we just, pretty sure we <laughs> can't happening? monetize this now. Carol Baskins. <laughs> oh my god, that was such a terrible show. <laughs> oh man, and you didn't make it through? How did you not finish that show? I had better things to watch. How how dare you, good? How dare I do what is right and not watch it and watch better things? Uh, there's not much better than pre, uh, like uh, right at the beginning of COVID TV. Well, I was also one of his tigers working the whole time, so I was too. Um, uh, one of his tigers. Whenever he was selling all of them, got sold to Branson. The Branson Wild World, you know that sketchy uh, zoo, right next to the old Walmart. No, I don't know that one. Behind, behind that Taco no, Bell. No, I didn't know there was something back it's there. A, yeah, you remember where Office Depot used to be at many, many years ago? Then that really big building back so. down at the bottom of the hill on seventy six. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's an there's a zoo aquarium where they have all these animals in tiny freaking enclosures. It's it's horrible and it's just sad that it's there because these wolves are in small enclosures, these alligators, it's just and the sea turtle. The sea turtle is in an enclosure smaller than my bedroom. Hmm. And it's it's sad. He has I mean, he's missing a flipper, but he needs to be able to roam. You know, it's just, I don't know. This is the animal rights activist coming out to me. But those were some of our favorite and newer shows that came out in 2020. What are yours? Let us know in the comments below. Shoot us a message. Tell us uh, what you guys think. What was your favorite moments of 2020? Garrett, what was your favorite moment of 2020? Favorite moment? Yeah, we're on the we're on New Year's uh, Eve. That it's gonna be twenty twenty one. That's my favorite moment. <laughs> you know, well, I did um, get married, so you know. 
<laughs> I was about to say the fact that it's 2020. I was like, really? Really? You're going to tell me that the fact that this year's almost over is the best thing that happened to you in the year 2020? Get Sarah. Get Sarah in here. I need I, I need I, to speak with her. That right <laughs> she's she's an old lady. Well, I'm going to have some I want to have some words with your old lady. Um, now, oh, yeah. By the way, I got married this year. <laughs> I was going to say the best part of me that happened this year was the fact that I was your best man. And I was the groomsman at two of my best friend's wedding. I got to watch two of my best friends get married this year. That was the best thing that happened to me this year. That is pretty crazy, too, to think that we both got married in the same year. It is. And it feels like so long ago. It does, It does too. It just, it's such a weird feeling. But... And what's funny is when I explained to my students, my best friend, like the one that I got married, I was like, which, which that still doesn't help. Like they both got married this year. Uh, the, the cool one. Yeah. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> my, my best friend. <laughs> my other one fell off the face <laughs> the of the cool earth. One. <laughs> oh man. My brother. Both of them are my best friends and I love both of you guys. Um, just I'm trying to do damage control now in case Matt actually listens to this. <laughs> but anyways, that what a year, big year, yeah, it, huge year. It's a big year for movies and TV shows, even though there really wasn't a whole lot that came out in theaters. And it's it put a big stop to the movie industry too. Like we couldn't go out and watch movies, so that put a damper on podcasts like ours like the fuck we're gonna talk about dude (laughs) but also i was thinking too this is the first year we haven't had a a disney or not disney a a star wars movie we had star wars series yeah but we didn't have a star wars movie at all this uh christmas In recent years, yeah. That's, I, but is that really a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. It's just it, I was just thinking about it um, while I was uh, back at home at Christmas this weekend, like past weekend, because um, like we would always would have Christmas, and then like that night or whatever, we would go out and watch the new Star Wars movie with my dad and my brother and sister and everything. And so I just kind of thought of that. We didn't I just really thought of that, have... like we. Don't have a Star Wars movie to go watch. There wasn't really anything major that came out this year. I mean, the biggest thing that came out this year was Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, there was that. And that just came out. And what was that? uh, Tyrant or whatever? What's that one? Tenet. Tenet? That's what it is. Tenet, yeah. Yeah, with like Robert Pattinson. And it was another Christopher Nolan movie that didn't make any, any fucking sense at all. Yeah. Anyways. But. All right. Um. Where can they find us on the old social meets? Well, you can follow us on all of our social medias on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube um, for cringeworthy uh, stuff. But I'm also thinking about kind of trying to revitalize that a little bit, trying to figure out what we're going to do with YouTube. I'm going to figure something out. You can also follow Triton on TikTok. Yes, it is under Critically Awesome 2015. So, yes, we do have it. I do have a TikTok. I do a lot of reaction videos because right now my phone is mildly broken and uh, I can't record anything with my microphone because there's a broken headphone jack in there. So, And I've tried just about everything you can think to get that son of a gun out. <laughs> I'm just going to have to get a new phone and it sucks. I don't want a new phone. 
But anyways, Garrett, where can they well, hear us? Well, for your at? listening pleasure, to your ear holes, you can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe, Most- rate, and review the podcast. Because if you review, it helps other people find us, and maybe they will like us. Uh, so uh, do that on your favorite podcasting app. Most recently, we got put on Amazon Music because Amazon Music just started getting podcasts, and so we are now there as well. So anywhere and everywhere. Also, if you have any feedback, anything that you – maybe some ideas for some future shows, uh, you can email us at criticallyawesome2015 at gmail.com. We would definitely love to hear from you guys. Get your feedback. And if you guys want to be a guest on the show, just let us know. Um, we'll always take you. Anyways, Garrett, go ahead and close well, this guys, out. Well, guys, we hope guy. you have enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. And I'm Garrett, and I'm Critically Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope we had a great year and many, many blessings in this upcoming year. My name is Trent, and I'm Critically Awesome. And remember, guys, stay safe. And stay awesome. Bye.